Hello and welcome to the Cinema ATL Podcast. The Cinema ATL Podcast is a weekly podcast that examines the world of entertainment through the lens of local Atlanta filmmakers. That would be us, your hosts. I'm Michael B. Friedman and that is... Martin Kelly. And so, Martin, I don't know if you noticed or not, but Daylight Savings Time just ended uh, this weekend and we had to move our clocks back an hour. So, in honor of that fact that we all just time-traveled back in time... We felt it would be fun to discuss our top three time travel films. But first, Martin, why don't you tell our audience how they can help the podcast out? So you're telling me uh, we needed to move our clocks back? What, what happened? Yes. Right. That's why we were delayed in getting the podcast ah, out because you, okay. you didn't set your clock back. My bad. My bad. But what you can do to help us, uh, help us remember this kind of thing, is to comment, rate, and subscribe wherever you listen. And you can do that. At Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and YouTube even. Yes, and we also want to hear from you. You can always tweet us at CinemaATL or our personal accounts, which are mine is at Clever Transient. Uh, or you can hit me up at, at Marte underscore real one. And don't forget our Instagram, which is at Cinema ATL Podcast, all one word. Definitely. Or, you know, you can catch us on the web, the old school web, cinemaatl.com. Yup. Uh, so, yeah. So, we're going to get into our top three time travel movies. Let's just get on into it. Okay, so we're going to talk about a top three list, and every time we do a top three list, we want to remind you that this is just our opinions, and we're not trying to be, you know, we're not trying to be scientific about this list. This is just happens to be our list of this time frame, this non-daylight savings time frame, <laughs> <laughs> and, and we we are we reserve the right to change our opinions at will. Yes, this is just what we're thinking right now. If we went back in time, we might have a different list. Or if we go into the future, it would probably be different as well. Um, and so let's just start out. We're going to list our top three first, and then we'll discuss why we picked them. And then after that, we'll talk about some honorable mentions that didn't quite make our lists. And so we'll start at the bottom. Uh, Martin, what is your number three? Well, I'll preface this whole thing with saying, like, I think there are some out there that I'm forgetting because I love time travel movies, actually. But this is my top three for right now. And my number three is Donnie Darko. Cool. I I love time travel movies, too. In fact, uh, as I was putting together this list, I was like, wow, I, there's a lot of time travel. Movies. I had to cut down a lot on a lot of stuff. And so I cheated. Um, number three is a tie for me. Uh, number three is Palm Springs and Groundhog Day. Man, that's great. That's a great tie, and that's one I might have put on there, and I totally forgot about that one already, even though it was a good movie, Palm Springs. Uh, so my number two we're getting to is probably the classic and maybe maybe, maybe collectively everyone's favorite time travel movie, Back to the Future. All right. My number two is Edge of Tomorrow, also occasionally known as Live, Die, Repeat. <clears throat> yes, the tagline, for sure. For sure. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's an action sci-fi movie, so that's cool. Um, my number one is 12 Monkeys. Oh, cool. Uh, my number one is your number two, <laughs> Back to the Future. So you are right. It's a lot of people's favorite. <laughs> 
I, I, it's hard to it's hard to really you know keep that from being the number one because it's such a classic and and certainly it's kind of set the rules for time travel movies especially in comedy i think right all right so those are our top three so why don't we discuss them in a little bit more detail so uh we have we actually have six movies because you you know i picked the same one but then i also cheated and took two so yeah you you pulled my move i'm always doing ties right (laughs) (laughs) but you did ties this time so i guess like let's let's talk a little bit about like we've got a couple of different categories here we've got the serious the serious ones and then the comedy ones i think so maybe maybe let's talk about your we'll talk about the com well because it's your number one so we probably should save it and talk about it together so let's just start at the bottom and i'll i'll talk about my number three okay sounds good um so yes i had a tie and um they're really very similar movies which is kind of why i justified doing it um palm springs for those of you haven't seen it came out last year uh it was on uh hulu i believe Mm -hmm. um and stars andy samberg and Kristen milli milliotti um, and it's about a man who is stuck in a, uh, one, uh, a one day loop and can't get out of it. And he's in Palm Springs for a, for a wedding. And, um, and it's the same thing as Groundhog Day where Bill Murray is stuck in a one day loop and can't get out of it. And, um, both of them, every time they go to bed or die or whatever, they wake up the next time at the same time they, uh, originally were in it. And, um, I like both these movies just because they're just really funny and the humor really carries the days and, and both of the movies, um, Bill Murray is fantastic and groundhog day. And it is one of my favorite movies and I'd love to watch it over and over again. So it's almost like I'm stuck in a time loop. Um, no, and then, it, uh, yeah, yeah. Ahead, I think they're both, they're both great movies and they're both very fun, but uh, right. the time loop is like, it's, it's a genre onto itself. You know what I mean? Uh, right. And so it's, it's, it's a great device and especially for comedy. I think it works. It works. Um, nah, you know, it works for both. It works for both, but yeah, yeah these two are really cool. Really cool. And, um, and yeah, so like Palm Springs just feels kind of like a modern day update of Groundhog Day to me, and and it's really the leads that carry carry these both of these films, and you get a lot of you get a lot of humor based off the fact that they're reliving the same day over and over again, and then they start becoming you know almost like you know as as Bill Murray says, you know, I'm not I'm not the god, I'm saying I'm a god, you know. Right, right, um, right. They become like almost all knowing and all powerful and uh um, but yet they're still stuck in this situation they can't get out of and the humor really derives on them just kind of slowly descending into madness and then accepting their fate and then uh figuring out a way out of that loop. Right. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. It's it's such a great like like I mentioned, it's such a great device because like you mentioned you you have this this duality of omnipotence, which does omni omnipotent uh, powers because you're you know everything about this loop that you've been in and lived so long, and then yet you can't escape it. So it's like being being a master of this time space, but 
only a master of this time space and a prisoner of it at the same time. So it's a, right. it's, it really helps to you know create a lot of you know uh, human emotions and, and runs the have you run the gamut. So it's always a fun, always a fun thing, you know. And, and, these I, are and both I, will say, I will say what elevates Palm Springs a little bit uh, over Groundhog Day um, is that the there you know there are two people stuck in this loop. So it's a little bit, a little bit of difference, and and Kristen Milioti is really terrific in Palm Springs, and oh, absolutely. she was just yeah. like a revelation to me. Like I, I not, I mean, I've seen her in other things, but she's always been like really minor characters. I think she's like the, the, the girl that uh, they that the lead character pines over in How I Met Your Mother. Like, but she's right. like not, she's not even, she's only in a few episodes of that. That's where I most recognized her from, but. Um, she's really great in this and I think she's a great uh, comedic talent that uh, and just a great actress in, in general because there's some there's some you know there's a lot of emotion that goes through this movie and uh, and I know she does like a she had an HBO Max series I haven't seen but I, I, I want to see more from her yeah yeah totally she was terrific in this for sure and I do think there's a big big future in store for her especially you know in her comedy chops are great but you're like you said she also gives a great all around performance as well. So no complaints on this This is a fantastic choice for your number three. All right. So number three for you. So number three for me is Donnie Darko, which is, it doesn't fit quite into that same category of time loop. It's, it's a, a really unique story and part of it, you know, part of it revolves around time travel and, 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 and the future versus the past and the, the, possibilities of what what is to come um and it stars jake gyllenhaal i think his debut if i'm not mistaken um, it's, if it's not his debut it's definitely one of his early roles but but, but definitely Mag- maggie gyllenhaal's in it too yes yeah as his sister as his sister <laughs> yeah exactly and so but terrific a terrific cast a terrific storyline um terrific really soundtrack st- too one yeah wonderful soundtrack for sure and then um all the strange you know all the strange things uh that happen make this thing so surreal and you don't even you don't really know for sure that it deals with time travel right away uh until until you know it involves right. as part a of, bit the of a spoiler alert but uh but yeah well we're, we're, we're naming it a time travel we're, we're, we're <laughs> naming a time travel movie but you know the fact that uh you know it's not really a spoiler because at some point you you know if you go in thinking it's a time travel movie you'll be waiting for it like right away uh and you won't get to it right away it just develops slowly but again right. just an atmospheric really cool indie um thriller kind of it's kind of a thriller i guess you could say but fantastic movie great great cast um just unique I, it, it's one of the it's part of the the um the more like uh, unique time travel kind of movie that <clears throat> that has kind of risen in in the you know in the last right. couple, couple of decades you know but uh again just uh if you've never seen it you ought to check it out because it's certainly an original i really like dying doctor too and in fact it was on the honorable mention list so um yeah, so I, I, you know, I definitely love that movie, and uh, it just missed out for me. So number two uh, for me was Edge of Tomorrow. We talk about time loops again. Yes. Uh, this one is a time loop one again. Uh, it's a little bit, little bit different. Um, 
and the fact that uh, the character doesn't live the same day over and over. They live the basically the rest of their life over and over again, basically. But it's a um, it's an action film. It stars Tom Cruise. He plays the main character, Major William Cage, who um, who gets there's an alien invasion going on and humanity is being overrun and he gets uh, demoted as, as, uh, and sent to the battlefield uh, where he dies in action because he's not an experienced uh, experienced soldier. He is a PR. He's a PR, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so like when he gets dropped in this situation, the action is like super intense. It's like sci-fi, like near, near sci-fi, right? So it's like close to current day. Um, but the... The, the action's crazy. The alien designs that they have are like nothing I'd ever seen before. And they're generally like frightening creatures and he gets killed in action. And then he wakes up, you know, uh, I think it, I don't remember the time periods that he wakes up, but it's, you know, it's pretty much like the day, the day before. And so he has to go through these same events over and over again. And he gets thrown into this action and, he, and starts getting a little bit more and more competent knowing what's going to happen, but he never, it's not like, Palm Springs or Groundhog Day because he never becomes godlike. You know, he doesn't he doesn't have all the answers because it's such a chaotic situation, right. and then he right. never learns enough to become you know you know super powerful. So um, and then so he ends up finding uh, Emily Blunt's character, who is like a big hero in the war, who manages to defeat a bunch of aliens, and she's got. Uh, some stuff of her own going on that I'm not going to, I'm not going to spoil. Right. Um, and she's terrific in this movie as well. Emily Blunt, Blunt's great in it. And as well as the whole cast actually, and Bill Paxson and Brendan Gleeson stand out as, as good, good cast members too. But uh, it is an intense movie and it's just so much, it's a, it's fun too. It's like, you know, it's not just all it's action, but it's like, there's a lot of comedic elements that occur because of, you know, the situation he's put in and because he's the only one that knows what's going on and he tries to tell them what's going on, but nobody believes him. And, um, he has to do it all over, all over every day again. And, um, I just really love the movie. I think it's really great and uh, great action film. Definitely. Definitely. It's a great action film. I agree with you. Terrific performances by everyone involved. The loop is a little bit different. What's unique about the loop in this one is that, the loop is various time, you know, time right. frames. Like, like with Palm Springs and Groundhog Day, it's a full day, right? It's kind of a definitive set time loop. Whereas this one, it starts in one place, but you don't know where it ends. It could end like fifty seconds into it, or right. it could end, you know, three days into it at, at some, you know, at some point. But it always ends, and, and he ends up in the same place every time. So it was a unique take on that time loop concept. Yeah. So I like and he that ends too. Up dying violent deaths every time too. <laughs> It's kind yes, of crazy exactly. That way, so. Exactly, but yeah, terrific film, very imaginative. So I did, I did enjoy that one a lot. So before we talk about my number two, your number one, let me talk about Twelve Monkeys because it's another serious kind of, um, you know, serious kind of time travel movie, and it's very unique too because it was Terry Gilliam uh, who directed it, and it is very original. The, um, you know, the the. The future is so desolate and crazy, you know, and, and they send uh, the story revolves around a, a desolate future where uh, humans have to live underground. And uh, because of some kind of pandemic, 
that wipes out most of the population and they can't live above ground anymore. Um, and so the people below are trying to um, figure out a way to come back to the surface. And so they're trying to send um, people back in time to stop this, this uh, disease from spreading. And so, um, you know, Bruce Willis plays the soldier who kind of gets forced into duty. And so he pops back up, you know, in, in like uh, what at that time was our modern day, right? The 90s, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and just like, again, I don't want to spoil it in case you haven't seen it because it's, it's, you know, it's a lot of twists and turns to it. But it's very well put together. Again, with the terrific performances, you got Bruce Willis at the top of his game. Uh, you got uh, Brad Pitt, who has a really wonderful turn in the film. Yeah. Madeline Madeline Stowe, who is so underrated, she's such a such an awesome actor, um, and so good in those days for sure. And um, terrific performance all around. And again, original, a super original storyline, and very. You know, very heartfelt at, at, at places. Some moments in it are really, you know, really tug at the heartstrings in terms of, you know, what we don't appreciate about what we actually have, you know, right now. You know what I mean? And that's the kind yeah. of thing that that uh, I think is is the message in the stories. Like we really just need to appreciate what we actually do have. Um, so because Bruce Willis, you know, coming from this desolate future, can't wait to get back to the past because of how wonderful it is compared to, to his current situation so i think um you know it, it it teaches a lesson about like let's appreciate the now you know yeah and i will add that brad pitt is phenomenal in this movie this is the movie that made me think that oh wow brad pitt is a really good actor you know um and i i really really you know really woke me up to brad pitt and his talent and i think he's great in this and one thing I do like about it is also is that it's told in a non-conventional way that you don't really know yes. if it's true or not, right? Right, so exactly. You don't, you don't know what's real and what's not. And it, it you know, is is this in his head? Is it is it real? Like, who knows? Like, and so it's just, it makes you think a lot. Yeah, I, I really, really appreciate 12 Monkeys. Yeah, I do too. I think it's great. So if, you, if you've never seen it, you ought to check it out, folks. And then, so the final movie we can talk about is my number one, your number two, Back to the Future. Um, I'll start on this one. I think I think everybody pretty much knows the story of Back to the Future, so I'm not going to like recap it. But I just talk about why I like it so much. I just I saw this movie when I was 11 years old in the theater, and it was just such a fun ride, and it captured my ma- imagination so much. And I love it because it doesn't really delve too much into like the mythos of time travel, but it's just a fun movie about a, a kid encountering his parents when he was when they were his age and learning about family and appreciating you know what you have and and you know the time that you live in and and not you know you know living in living the now instead of you know wondering what things could be so it just got a really good story behind it it's got a, a nice uh, message behind it i love how they did uh they captured the design of the film so well like taking this town from the eighties and bringing it back to the fifties, the details yes. are just really good. Yeah, yeah. I love some of the little, the little things they have in it. Like when, when, 
at the beginning of the movie, he's at Twin Pines Mall, but later in the movie, he crashes into one of the pine trees that's there before the mall exists. And yes. then all of a sudden, when he comes back, it's called Lone Pine Mall. Which is like, <laughs> so it's just like those little things. They got those little details just so perfect. And um, absolutely, I absolutely. just love it. And Michael J. Fox is just perfect as the, as the main character. And thank God they, they, they recasted Eric Stoltz out of that role because totally, uh, and Eric totally Stoltz, Eric Stoltz is cool, but he was no way Marty McFly. Yeah, he There's was no not way. the. Did you have you seen the um the movies that made us? They did a they did a version they did a episode on Back to the Future, and they actually had some of the footage. From I did. When Eric yes. Stoltz was in it, and you can tell it's like yeah, he was not working, and thank God yeah. they decided to pull the plug. Definitely, definitely, because because you know Michael J. Fox was at the top of his game at that time. Uh, he's such a likable, winning personality, and, and perfect for that character. Um, Crispin Glover was perfect for his role as well, and then you know Christopher Lloyd was fantastic as Doc. I mean, what a what an iconic character he is. Um, and you know, you can't say enough about how fun the movie is. Like you said, I saw it when I was a kid too, so a lot of fond memories of it. Um, for that reason, because it was a perfect popcorn movie. This is the perfect popcorn movie. Right. And, uh, and I forget about Leah Thompson, too, who was, who was oh, great yeah. as, as his mom. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, totally, you know, totally cool movie, totally fun. And you're right, it, it, it makes just enough sense time wise, <laughs> right. time travel wise, to uh, not make you think about it and let you just enjoy the fun. You know the fun-loving story, and so many like little iconic things. Um, you know that that uh, Robert Zemeckis actually does in a lot of his movies. Uh, you know when he's doing comedy movies, like you know when he meets um, one of my favorite scenes is when you know he meets the cousin of uh, Chuck Berry, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and the cousin's like Chuck, you got to hear this. You know, and of course <laughs> it's because uh, nobody had heard, um, you know, of the famous Chuck Berry tune. Uh, go Johnny go at the time. And, you know, uh, Marty was playing it and, uh, you know, kind of hinting that that maybe that was the inspiration and, and really, like I said, funny little touches like that. Like you mentioned the lone pines mall, uh, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, that kind of thing. So fun movie. And again, classic, classic time travel. Some of the jokes don't land anymore with the, the eighties references, but, uh, you know, like give me a Pepsi free. It's like, if you want a Pepsi kid, you're gonna have to pay for it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. It's absolutely. almost like it's 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 funny now because you know it's so it's older. Like the time he goes back to is is longer now, like from when we're living yes. now, back to the '80s. So yeah, like it would be interesting to see like a reboot of Back to the Future where you know, the kid comes from now and goes back to the eighties. That'd be kind of a fun. No, totally. Little twist. Yeah. Totally. Um, I, I think you just pitched it. Yeah. I'm sure I'm not the first one to pitch that. <laughs> well, there you go. you're the only, you're the only one with a podcast platform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause we're the only podcast out there. Oh, that's, oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> So let's do you want to recap first or do honorable yeah. mentions before we recap? Let's recap. Let's recap. So my top okay. three are from the bottom up. Number three is a tie. Palm Springs and Groundhog Day. Number two is Edge of Tomorrow. And number one is Back to the Future. 
Uh, mine are from bottom up. Number three, Donnie Darko. Number two, Back to the Future. And number one, 12 Monkeys. All right, so let's talk about some honorable mentions. I I had Donnie Darko, of course, on my list. Uh, and, I, and speaking of other, like, kind of more serious movies, I also had Looper. Um, nice, yeah, very good. another another very Bruce good. Willis time travel movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I actually don't remember a lot of the details from it uh, because I, I saw it in the theater and I haven't yeah. seen it since. But it's, yeah. it was a really great movie and I, I probably should watch it again. Um, another one is Deja Vu with Denzel Washington. Uh, yes. That yes. one's interesting because it takes a little bit different twist is that they're not actually t- traveling through time, but they're seeing in the time, future. Back yeah, in yeah. time. Or, yeah, they're back seeing in back time. in time. Yeah. And he's a detective trying to uh, figure out this ca- this murder case and find out what happens. But they've got technologies that allows them to kind of go into the past and walk around and see what happened in the past but they can't interact. So it's kind of, it's, it's a different take on it. And I, I thought that was pretty original. And then two other films I have on the comedy side are Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Um, nice. Classic classic. Mm-hmm. And then idiocracy, which yes. didn't occur to me that it was a time travel movie as much as, you know, it is. I mean, the whole, the whole point of it is he travels in time, but it's more about the, the comedy and how, how stupid people have become in the future. Um, yeah. the, the actual time travel premise to it. Right. Right. It well, And the, the, the premise, I think the premise is not necessarily true to time travel because they actually just get locked away and they, right. you know, they were around, they just didn't know they were around until that's true. Until much he future. travels so, through time, but he's, he's like, cryogenically yeah. frozen and not not really it's not like they send them forward in time right yeah. exactly exactly so yeah. but it's cool i love the movie i do, do love the movie so i'm gonna make mine a little briefer i'm not even gonna describe one because everybody knows it uh the terminator good yeah, try, yeah. good time travel movie um one is called about time which is uh like a romantic comedy time yeah, travel movie one. i've never seen it but i've heard of it it's very of it. good domino gleason and um rachel Rachel McAdams, fantastic movie. And I won't talk about it too much. Uh, it, you know, he can travel to different places in time. Um, he's got hit this ability and it's, and it's very unique. And so again, another unique story, but uh, really cool. And, uh, you know, told around, set around like a, you know, a love story. So that's really cool. But then one is super old. I mean, super old, fantastic movie though. And it's probably been forgotten in time. And it's called, time after time yes yes i i remember that movie and about this the, uh about hg wells actually tr- built yes. the time machine what yes. if he actually built the time machine and he travels after jack the ripper right he travels into the future following jack the ripper because right. jack the ripper discovers the time machine and uses it to escape london where he's almost captured for his serial killings and then he move you know he travels into the future and then hg wells has to travel after him to try and stop him from continuing his killing spree in the future and uh along the way of course he meets meets the young woman from the future who thinks he's kind of funny <laughs> because yeah. you know nobody in the future can believe you know they're from a different time uh but wonderful movie malcolm uh, malcolm mcdowell mary steenburgen yeah. um really cool movie and again it's it, it's it's got you know thrills and, and, and chills because you know it's a it's a 
thriller in, in one way and of course a love story in another way but uh, again you know just one, a bit of a comedy too like you said and it's, yes it's there's, some, there's a lot of comedic elements in it too so i thought that was a really good one for back in the day so if you're looking for a really old movie um you want to check that one out that's a forgotten film for me you might need to do that in the forgotten films I, I loved that movie when i was younger i totally loved it too yeah so i couldn't leave it off the list Good call. Good call. Um, a movie. I, I have a dishonorable mention. Okay. Uh, my dishonorable mention is um, the Tomorrow War. Well, I think the Tomorrow Such War was trying to be Edge of Tomorrow. I think it was trying to be Edge of Tomorrow. In a, in Such a, in a disappointing movie. Ways. But okay. But okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna. You know, it, it. What you know, it is what it is. You know, I'm not. The premise really of it was cool, but I just they just just failed one one bit after another. <laughs> uh, well, like, certainly not worthy. Not worthy of our list for sure. No, no. Well, all right. That does it for our top three time travel movies. Uh, let us know what you thought. Uh, let us know what other top three lists you might want us to discuss. I uh, would love to hear from you. Um, also, please share this podcast and tell your friends about it. The more you Absolutely. share, the more people will listen and the more we can do. Absolutely. And once again, I want to thank Eureka Failure for providing the music as they do each and every week. Uh, I really appreciate their stuff and check them out at eurekafailure.bandcamp.com or any streaming music service that you listen to. Absolutely. So Martin, before we go, what are your final words of wisdom? Well, I just want to say happiness is an inside job. Don't assign anyone else that much power over your life. Good call. Good call. Don't let uh, Denzel Washington hide in your bank. No, wait, that's not. It was Clive Owen. Don't let hide Clive Owen hide in your. Don't be that's an inside right. job. We don't want it to be. Wait, it is inside. I've lost my metaphor. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, that's it. Let's. Uh, we'll see you again next time on the Cinema ATL podcast. See ya.